Hello and welcome to Eisner Amper's podcast. In this podcast series, we explore remote workforce challenges as a result of COVID-19 faced by organizations and some possible solutions. I'm your host, Nina Kelleher, and today I'll be speaking with Brian Ferreira. Brian is a senior manager in process risk and technology solutions. He specializes in risk advisory and internal controls. Hi, Brian, and thanks for joining me. Hi, Nina. Thanks for having me. In this first podcast, the spotlight is on enterprise risk challenges. What are some of the top of mind enterprise risks and issues that have emerged for organizations as the workforce has shifted remote? So initially, organizations spent a lot of time figuring out how to shift employees to a remote workforce environment. The questions were focused around, does the organization have the proper infrastructure in place? Do they have proper collaboration tools? And do individuals have equipment necessary at their homes to continue to do their jobs? Once these challenges were overcome, management began thinking about risk, in particular, cybersecurity. How are processes and controls being executed and monitored? How will their supply chain be effective? Also, how do I deliver tone-to-the-top message virtually and keep employees engaged? And I think more importantly, do I need to refresh my enterprise risk assessment in light of all these changes? You mentioned revisiting the risk assessment. What are some of the risks that you're seeing increase? You know, a couple pop into my mind in in light of COVID-19. First, of course, being cybersecurity. Cyber is always a high-risk area with people working from home. Sometimes people are not VPNed into the network. Sometimes they're experiencing problems with their own internet service provider. We're seeing a lot more phishing campaigns, certainly a lot more social engineering. What I'll call the bad guys have gotten very good at getting into the network, being very patient and diligent, watching traffic, understanding the inner workings of an organization, and really striking at the most inopportune time. Another area really is just the new risks that are evolving from changes in operations, certainly around processing controls and so forth. I'd also call out supply chain and vendor solvency. You know, really your your supply chain and your vendors are the life of your business. So risk is certainly heightened there. And lastly, I I think a great point is fraud. And I think fraud kind of overlays of all the, the first three, really working from home, changes in processing control environment. And in the supply chain vendor solvency, really a lot of times you're trying to get a payment out the door. And these are all just great opportunities for a fraudster to, to strike and, and you know get money out of the company. Can you talk a little more about supply chain risks and vendor solvency? COVID-19 has, and for the foreseeable future, will have an unparalleled adverse effect on the global economy and all companies' business operations, regardless of size. Suppliers are more likely to meet insolvency requirement of the U.S. Bankruptcy Code, therefore precipitating more Chapter 11 filings. Those suppliers are in financial distress. You know, they may request shortened payment terms or cash before delivery, security payments, and, and also require additional uh, financial information from you. Suppliers are now seeking cancellation or suspension of purchase orders and contracts. I think now is a great time, and I would highly recommend to evaluate your suppliers via supplier scorecard. Some things to consider, really, you know, essentially you're doing a risk assessment here, but really, you know, who are my key suppliers? Do I have a backup plan if the supplier is unable to meet my needs? Identifying supplier trends. You know, this may be a time where you have to prioritize invoice payments. And you know, I'd also suggest now is probably a great time to do a cleanup of the vendor master file. 
you know, really what we see typically most disbursement inefficiencies, such as duplicate or fictitious payments, start from the vendor master file. I think overall, it's, it's very important to have conversations with vendors now in order to manage a relationship. Be informed, ask questions, address issues. Don't be afraid to talk money. And certainly, probably most importantly, set clear expectations on what you're expecting from your suppliers and what they're expecting from you. Let's shift to controls. What are some of the main pain points organizations are facing at executing their internal controls? Processing inefficiencies and, and manual workarounds were really brought to light throughout the pandemic and continue to, to continue to happen. There's a lot of issues around manual controls that could be and should be automated. Evidencing management review controls, really, how do I prove to my auditor that I did review what I'll say the bank reconciliation, or more importantly, some of the higher risk, more subjective controls, such as accruals, estimates, uh, and things of that nature. There's uh, a ton of segregation of duties issues where you know people are furloughing employees, people are not in the office, people are doing things a little bit differently. A lot of issues around documentation and retention and, and version control as well. I think all of these are really prime candidates for technology solutions. Any kind of tech solution will strengthen your process that lead up to the control as well as the control itself. What are some of the solutions organizations can implement to ease the burden of some of these challenges? first thing that comes to mind really is process automation and workflow automation. You know, there's a lot of tools out there. They're very easy to stand up. They're affordable and provide an immediate impact and immediate ROI. Some other things may be robotics process automation bots. You know, bots are, are great to automate, help reduce processing inefficiencies and redundancies. What we're seeing a lot now is, is closed automation software. Some tools such as Blackline, Flowcast, you know, they're wonderful tools for anyone in the mid-market space. You know, larger mid-market companies are looking at Blackline. Some of the smaller mid-market companies are looking at Flowcast. We have been, you know, prior to COVID-19 and throughout COVID-19, we've been working with our clients very closely on tech solutions, kind of helping them identify use cases, select and implement tech solutions. What I'll say here, if you're not thinking about tech solutions, most are, if not now is the time to, to get involved and you're actually a little bit late to the game, but I, I'd certainly advise that. How are you seeing organizations keep their employees engaged and deliver a consistent message? So most organizations have made a significant impact to reach out and make sure their employees are doing well during this time. You know, some so solutions we've seen at our clients and at Eisner Emperor as well, really is the use of video chat. I think we're all so good with video chat now, and I think we've come such a long way, but it really is important where it's keeping us all connected. Increased frequency of town halls, leadership meetings, projects that encourage collaboration, whether it's through WebEx, Teams, Zoom. I mean, really here is keeping everyone together, keeping everyone informed. Um, and, and, you know, as we, we look at things like return to work, you know, people want to know more about this. And they also want to know the, some of the flexibility they may have. You know, one of the other things I'll mention is flexible schedules. Probably more now than ever, the traditional nine to five, eight to six, whatever that may be, has shifted a little bit. Whether you have small children at home, you have sick or elderly that you're taking care of. So the schedules are much more flexible. People are really, I think, working longer and working harder. But companies, and I think, you know, as a firm, we've been wonderful about really accommodating uh 
you know, people's schedules and allowing them to kind of, you know, push things to later in the day or early in the morning to accommodate. Um, and lastly, I'll say, you know, anything that can bring people together. Again, you know, what we've done and seen a lot of is company happy hours, virtually, of course, yoga, you know, any kind of firm sponsored event where it is a collaboration and it is bringing people together and keeping them connected. Brian, are there any last words you want to leave the audience with? I, I think number one, you know, really be proactive. There's a lot going on. Things are changing. It's really important to be proactive, stay ahead of things, continuous conversation, transparency throughout the organization, risk assessment and monitoring. It's ongoing. You know, with being proactive, you need to be agile and be ready to pivot and, and address some of these risks because they are coming fast or coming quickly and they can have a severe impact on your organization. And lastly, what I'll say is really leverage technology. What we've learned that we can work remotely, we can be efficient at remotely, but we can get better with more tech. And those organizations that are using tech, this was much more seamless transition versus those who are not. You know, you're going to gain the process efficiencies. You're going to process more effectively. You're going to have stronger controls, compliance, and governance. Brian, thank you for this valuable information. And thank you for listening to the Eisner Amper podcast series. For more information on this and a host of other topics, visit eisneramper.com slash PRTS. And join us for our next podcast on financial risks.